And well, uh, we were talking at the top of the show, a lot of focus here today on Apple, some of the new products that they have out today. Before we get into uh, what's playing out, stock uh, price shares and some of the news, let's talk CPI for some foremost consumer price index this morning. Uh, no real concerns here still in terms of inflationary pressures. You know, no real concerns. Nevertheless, uh, the movement inside of the bond market is a little Big bit time. disconcerting at this point. And that's uh, that's one of my focuses uh, specifically for today. I mean, the bonds rocking to the upside, taking rates a little bit lower uh, here in the near term. And that's not great for the financials, which has been actually weighing in the S&Ps. And again, I have to tell you, that's a, as a trader, it's a little bit of a surprise to me because over the last few days, we've actually seen the correlation coefficient between the bond market and the S&Ps be positive correlation. Okay. All of a sudden, we're snacked back to a, to a negative correlated uh, properties between bonds and S&Ps. You know, I'm also actually noticing here as you speak, gold also spiking today. Uh, so this is not related to the dollar either because it, it's not exhibiting the same type of movement here. But let's uh, move on because there's probably a little bit more eyes on Apple today than uh, some of these products and some of that uh, data that we see this morning. Some news out this afternoon. We're talking across the board. Uh, what stood out to you, Don, in terms of uh, some of the announcements? So first of all, it's uh, may, might be known, maybe not, but I am an absolute uh, tech geek and uh, love Apple. I mean, listen, I've got the MacBook, I've got you know, the Apple Watch, my phone, my Mac issued underwear on. And I have to tell you, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm really, I am, I'm disappointed in the today's event. And I watch almost all of these Apple's events, but you know, this is enough. It's it's bigger. It's 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 faster. It's it's a longer battery life. And you know, I, I don't need another camera on my phone. Uh, again, it's it's a phone, and it's it's getting a little bit tedious. I mean, listen, they're out of ideas. There's no question about it. The watch, it's bigger. It's possibly faster. It's going to last longer. It can tell me how fast I'm actually going on a bicycle, which is the same as a speedometer. Nevertheless, uh, same price, different day. I actually waited well, for some of these new phones. And uh, listen, I'm not going to move away from Apple. I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm not going to that extent. But I, I can't be thrilled about it. And again, I know this is more anecdotal specifically to me. But uh, I have to think that a lot of diehard uh, Apple fans would be disappointed in this event. Okay, I didn't know they had Mac underwear, but uh, TMI for the first for in the first place. But uh, uh, that you're wearing them, Don. But I did want to mention they said this is the biggest upgrade ever in terms of the iPad Mini. Uh, they said that the screen basically is going to be remarkably thin and light. I mean, yeah, same price as you mentioned, not a lot, but uh, they're beefing it up here. They're calling uh, uh, the secure Touch ID a remarkable performance upgrade. I mean. Um, uh, I'm noticing here again the stock's actually taking a hit, so you're not alone in terms of kind of the sentiment in reaction to the news at least. Yeah, and that's exactly what it is. It's it's purely sentiment at this point. I mean, listen, Apple, in terms of uh, in terms of stock performance right now, it's underperforming the uh, both the Nasdaq. I think the Nasdaq's up about 21% year-to-date basis. S and P's up about 20% year-to-date basis. Apple's up at about 15%. So it's weighing right now, not only in the S and P's, it's obviously weighing in the uh, in the Nasdaq. Uh, nevertheless, I think the the underlyings to watch in terms of tech, it's actually to me, it's less about Apple. Again, it's the underperformer right now. My eye is on Google. Google has been outperforming throughout the course of the year. Hmm. Has actually slacked off a little bit in the uh, in the recent couple of days in some sell side activity, and uh, it is the uh, the preeminent underlying right now in the Nasdaq and the S and P. Okay, I'm actually looking at it uh, right now. It's actually positive on the day. Give me one second here. I want to put a side by side a comparison of these two and 
Well, in this case here, we're looking at a, a little bit more time on, actually it is side by side comparison now that I look at it here. So you can see how Google has held in there pretty well. Now the new iPhone uh, Pro, I saw faster, uh, the fastest I should say graphics ever, and the watch, a bigger display. I noticed, that, what are they calling it, uh, edge to edge display. And uh, we were talking about how you can type a little bit easier, you can read the text a little bit easier. So it's something to it's watch. <laughs> okay, Don, I, I hear you. And we were also joking around about, uh, um, well, uh, we'll leave it at that. It is a watch, I agree. And it is a, a, a phone, not a camera. But um, uh, we'll talk about this more in the coming days and weeks, I'd imagine. How about some of the casino stocks coming under pressure amidst some of the Macau concerns, Don? Yeah, you know what? I'm actually surprised the casino stocks have performed as well as they have with all the crackdowns coming in China that they didn't see Macau coming. And, and myself included in that particular uh, event, Las Vegas Sands is hitting, taking the, uh, the largest hit in this particular perspective. In fact, the concern for me in LVS is not only is it very close and back to the uh, the COVID 2020 lows, but its implied volatility to me isn't high enough at this point. Like, if you looked back to Las Vegas Sands and you looked back to, you know, uh, again, the COVID lows in 2020, you would see the implied volatility was like an excess of like 150, 180%. Right now, you have implied volatility in LVS that's hitting basically 55%. Again, it, it just leaves a lot of room for volatility not only to go up, but uh, a lot to be desired at this point. And you know, you have to back away, at least for me, I'm not even looking at price action of the stock. I'm looking how the options market is really interpolating risk at this particular point. And to me, it's just not enough risk. Like no one's in there feeling the fear at this point. And that has to happen in, uh, in effect to see a bottom. We have no idea what they're about to announce right now in, uh, you know, Chinese gaming, specifically in Macau. But the biggest exposure is unequivocally Las Vegas Sands at this point. Don, that uh, volatility, I mean, it tends to come and come kind of come hand in hand with some of the downside momentum. I mean, if we were to see some of that reverse and that trend environment and a bit of a grind to the upside, similar to what we've been seeing in the indices over the last uh, weeks, months and years, I mean, would that change your sentiment a little bit? Would that you get you a little bit more willing to participate in some of these names? Yeah, you know, I would actually love to be a buyer of Las Vegas Sands, but as I was saying, at this price point with the volatility as such, you got to wait. You got to wait okay. to see some uh, some something horrific. And at this point, otherwise, I'm just not going to want to be long. Uh, again, I love you know a stock that's beaten, bludgeoned, taken out to the woodshed, and it's going on right now. The implied volatility isn't necessarily you know uh, a great confirmation of that. So uh, to get long Las Vegas Sands to me at this point is a little bit uh, in terms of high risk. They have 42% of their entire business is uh, completely based in Macau.